Act Three of the Wonder-Working Magician by Pedro Calderon de la Barca, translated by Dennis Florence McCarthy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act the Third, Scene One: A Wood at the extremity, a grotto. Cyprian. Ungrateful beauty, mine, at length the day the happy day doth shine my hope's remotest range the limits of my love and of thy change since i to-day will gain at last my triumph over thy disdain this lofty mountain nigh raised to the starlit palace of the sky and this dark cavern's gloom of two that live so long the dismal tomb are the rough school wherein from magic art its mystic lore i win and such perfection reach that i can now my mighty master teach seeing that on this day since i came here the sun completes its course from sphere to sphere i from my prison cell come forth to view what in the light i now have power to do ye skies of cloudless day list the magic spell-words and obey swift zephyrs that rejoice in heaven's warm light stand still and hear my voice stupendous mountain rock shake at my words as at an earthquake shock ye trees in rough bark dressed be frightened at the groanings of my breast ye flowers so fair and frail faint at the echoing terrors of my wail ye sweet melodious birds hush all your songs before my awful words ye cruel beasts of prey see the first fruits of my long toil to-day for blinded dazzled dazed confused disturbed astonished and amazed ye skies and zephyrs rocks and trees and flowers and birds and beasts behold my magic powers and thus to all make plain cyprian's infernal study is not vain scene two the demon and cyprian cyprian wise friend and master still why how is this that using your free will more than my precept meant say for what end what object what intent through ignorance or boldness can it be you thus come forth the sun's bright face to see seeing that now my spell can fill with fear with horror even hell since i with so much care have studied magic and its depths laid bare so that yourself can scarcely tell whether tis i or you that most excel seeing that now there is no place or part that i with study diligence and art have not attained since necromancy's secret i have gained that art whose lines of gloom can ope to me the dark funereal tomb and bring before mine eyes each corpse that in it lies regaining them as twere by a new birth from the hard avarice of the grasping earth the pale ghosts one and all rise and respond my call and seeing that at length the sun my goal of life had won since from its innate force swift speeding on its course climbing the heavens each day it turns as twere reluctantly away and with a natural fear completes to-day the lifetime of a year i wish to attain the scope to last of all my dreams of all my hope to-day the rare the beautiful 
the divine justina will be mine here summoned by my charms here lured by love shall come into my arms for you from me no longer can require postponement of my hopes my heart's desire nor do i wish to do it no since thus so earnestly you wish it so now trace upon the ground mute mystic symbols and the deep profound of air with powerful incantations move obedient to your hope and to your love for that i will retire you soon shall see the heaven and earth admire exit i give you leave to go because our science being the same i know that the abyss of hell obedient to your spell will yield through me this way the fair justina to your arms to-day for though my mighty power cannot enslave free will even for an hour it may present the outward show of rapture and content suggesting thoughts impure if force i cannot use at least i lure scene three clarin and the demon ungrateful fair who still my heart doth hold not burning libya sure but livia cold the time is come to show whether in love you have been true or no whether since i within this cave was placed not chased by me you have yourself been chased for i have studied here at second hand some magic for a year just to find out alack i can't but wince whether with moscon you have wronged me since ye watery skies some people call them pure list to my conjurations i conjure mountains how clarin oh my master wise by the concomitants of my hands and eyes i've learned some magic and will know by it if livia that ungrateful little chit has played me false since i have been away embracing that rogue moscon on my day have done with these buffooneries leave me go and mid these intricate rocks whose paths you know assist your master who will let you see if you would witness such a prodigy the end of all his woe i wish to be alone and i not so i now perceive why to use magic i have not your leave the fault was mine neglecting to attest my bond and sign it with the blood of my breast he takes out a soiled pocket handkerchief upon this linen handkerchief none cleaner he can have who cries for grief i'll sign it now the method i propose is but to give myself a box on the nose for there is little harm whether the blood is drawn from nose or arm he writes with his finger on the handkerchief after having drawn some blood I the great clarin say if i can level pert livia's cruel pride whom i give to the devil leave me i say again go seek your master and with him remain yes i will do so don't get angry though the reason you reject my bond i know tis this because you see do what i will that you are sure of me scene four the demon abyss of hell prepare thyself the region of thine own despair for out each dungeon's dark recess let loose the spirits of voluptuousness to reign and overthrow justina's virgin fabric pure as snow 
a thousand filthy phantoms with thee brought, so people her chaste thought, that all her maiden fancies may be filled with their deceits, let sweetest notes be trilled from every tuneful grove, and all, birds, plants, and flowers, provoke to love, let nothing meet her eyes, but spoils of love's delicious victories, let nothing meet her ears, but languid sighs that listening passion hears, that thus, unguarded by the faith, and weak, she here may Cyprian seek, invoked by his strong spell, and by my blinding spirit, lord as well. Begin, in silence I will here remain, unseen, that you may now begin the strain. Exit. Scene five. Justina. Music within. They sing within. What is the glory far above? All else that life can give. Love, love. No creature lives on which love's flame has not impressed its burning seal. The man feels more who love doth feel than when life's breath first warmed his frame love owns one universal claim to love it only needs to be whether a bird a flower a tree then the chief glory far above all else in life must be chorus within love love justina alarmed and restless fancy flatter that thou art though thou shouldst be sad to-day when did i to thee impart in the strange and sudden way license to afflict my heart what thus makes my pulses move what strange fire is this i prove with each moment doth increase ah this pain that ends my peace this sweet unrest ah what love love justina more composed tis that enamoured nightingale who thus gives me the reply to his partner in the vale listening on a bough hard by warbling thus his tuneful wail see sweet nightingale nor show by thy softly witching strain trilling forth thy bliss and woe how a man might feel love's pain when a bird can feel his so no it was that wanton vine that in fond pursuit has sought the tall tree it doth entwine till the green weight it hath brought makes the noble trunk decline green entwining boughs that hold what you love in your embrace make my fancy not too bold ah if boughs thus interlace how would clasping arms enfold and if not the vine twill be that bright sunflower which we see turning with its tearful eyes to its sun-god in the skies whatsoe'er his movements be flower thy watch no longer keep drooping leaflets fold in sleep for the fond thought reappears ah if leaves can shed such tears what are those that eyes can weep cease then lyrist of the grove leafy vine unclasp thy arms fickle flower no longer move and declare these poison charms that you use what yields love 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 it cannot be its chain have i ever worn for man no the fond deceit is vain all received alike disdain lelius florus cyprian lelius did i not despise florus did i not detest cyprian the good and wise she pauses at cyprian's name and resumes for a time her unquiet manner 
spurned with such a haughty breast that he vanished from my eyes as if frightened by their ire. Where he went I do not know, but save this, the faintest fire love ere lit ne'er dared to glow in the depths of my desire. Yes, for since I said that he should submit without appeal never more my face to see, ah, I know, and what I feel. She grows calmer. Pity it must surely be that a man so widely known should through love of me be lost when he pays at such a cost for the preference he has shown she becomes troubled again were it pity though tis true the same pity i should give lelius and to florus too who in separate dungeons live ah for daring me to woo she grows calmer but my thoughts ye mutinous crew if my pity is enough it should not be clogged by you still your promptings press me so that i feel in my despair where he is if i could know i to seek him now would go scene six the demon and justina come and i will tell thee where who art thou who has procured entrance to this lone retreat though the entrance is secured or my senses being obscured art thou but delusion's cheat no not so and having known how this passion pressed thee so i have sought thee here alone having promised thee to show whither cyprian has flown then thou'lt reach not thy intent for this passion this strange pain which my thought doth so torment though my fancy it may gain it will never my consent but in thought to enter in shows that half the deed is done since accomplished is the sin Stop not halfway, ere is one, what the wish desired to win. Even in this desponding hour, though to think may taint the flower, thy suggestion comes to naught. In my power is not my thought, but my act is in my power. I can follow to the brink, free to pause or to pursue, move my foot or backward shrink, for it is one thing to do, and another thing to think if a stronger power than thine drawn from a profounder source with thine own desires combine how resist the double force which with force thy steps incline i will trust a safer spell my free will suffices me but my power will it excel then the will no more were free if a force could it compel come where every bliss thou'll meet attempts to draw her with him but cannot move her ah the bliss were bought too dear it is peace serene and sweet tis a slavery most severe life tis joy tis death deceit thy defence what can it be if my power thus forces thee drags her with more force in my god it doth consist by persisting to resist releases her woman thou hast conquered me thy defence to god is due and my counsel is disdained yes but raging i'll renew my attempt and have thee feigned if i cannot have thee true to a spirit i will give shape like thine though fugitive it will counterfeit thy form as with seeming life be warm and in it disgraced thou'lt live thus two triumphs at one time i am sure to win by this be thy virtue so sublime since through an ideal bliss 
I will consummate a crime. Exit. Scene 7. Justina. Against the clouds that round me lower, I appeal to heaven's high power. Let the spectre of my fame, as before the wind the flame, as before the frost the flower, vanish, die. But woe is me, who is here to heed my moan? Was there not a man with me? Yes, but no, I am alone. No, but yes, for I could see. Where so quickly could he fly? Was he born of my unrest? Ah, oh, my dangers manifest. Father, friend, Lysander, I call. Scene 8. Lysander and Livia enter from opposite doors. Justina. My child. What means this cry? Saw you not a man? Ah, me, who but left me instantly? I can scarce express my thought. A man here? You saw him not? No, signora. I could see. Saw a man here? That is hard when the place was locked and barred. Livia aside. <gasps> Must conjure she must have seen, whom I have contrived to screen in my changer. I regard what you saw but as the play of your fancy and your fear. Melancholy surely may have, the man that you saw here, formed from atoms of the day. Yes, I think my master's right. No, twas no defect of sight, no illusion, since my heart, ah, too well I feel the smart, has been broken by the fright. Some strange witchery of my will must have been effected here, and with such consummate skill that if God had not been near I might have pursued my ill. He who at such timely hour helped me to resist the power of this fearful violence, will my humble innocence guard whatever dangers lower. Livia, my cloak. Exit Livia. Whene'er overwhelming grief suppress, I to holy church repair, where we secretly confess the true faith. Livia returns with the cloak, which she places on Justina. Tis this you wear. There perchance I may appease this strange fire that burns me so. I desire with thee to go. Livia aside. <sighs> I will breathe much more at ease when they're out of the house, I know. Since I wholly trust to thee, heaven, thy hold to me afford, save me. Come, so it may be. Since the cause is thine, O Lord, O defend thyself and me. Exeunt Justina and Lysander. Scene 9. Moscon and Livia. Have they gone? They're gone, all right. Why, I'm almost dead with fright. Were you of your sense bereft? When but now my room you left, and appeared before her sight? Left your room? Be seen by her? Why, I swear it, Livia, dear. Not one moment did I stir. Who then was it she saw here? Well... The devil, as I infer, how know I? But then do not take it so to heart, my soul. Oh, that's not the cause. <laughs> she weeps. Then what? Such a question. When the whole of the day it was his lot. With me here locked up to stay 
for his comrade far away must i not a tear then shed though i take this day instead having wept not yesterday would i have him think of me as a woman who could be so forgetful and so frail as for half a year to fail in what we did both agree half a year it is above one whole year since he went away quite an error as i'll prove mind i cannot count a day when i clarin could not love this being so if i to thee gave up half the year ah me i would give a false amount to place all to his account ah ungrateful can it be that when my heart on thee depends for his peace that thine attends to such trifles muscan yes for i find i must confess short accounts make longest friends such being then thy constancy livia i must say good-bye till to-morrow ah if he is thy two-day fever i hope he's not thy syncope well my friend from this you know i know malice bear just so see me then no more to-day but to-morrow sir you may i'll not need to send hey ho exeunt scene ten a wood cyprian as frightened clarin stealthily after him doubtless something must have happened among the stars imperial clusters since i find their influences to my wishes so repugnant up from the profound abysses some dark caveat must be uttered which prohibits the obedience which they owe me as my subjects i a thousand times with spell-words made the winds of heaven to shudder ay a thousand times the bosom of the earth with symbols furrowed yet mine eyes have not been gladdened by the human sun refulgent that i seek nor in mine arms hold that human heaven what wonder when a thousand times have i scraped the earth as if for nuggets when a thousand times the wind by my screeching was perturbed and yet livia was oblivious once again then i am humbled to invoke her thus oh listen beautiful justina scene eleven a phantom figure of justina appears the figure cyprian and clarion summoned as i wander through these mountains i obey a call so urgent what then wouldst thou what then wouldst thou cyprian with me oh i shudder and since now i am astonished i have come what thus disturbs me to this place what makes me tremble where oh whence this doubt that numbs me love doth call me why this terror and the powerful spell thou workest thus complied with to this forest deepest depths i fly to shun thee exit covering her face with the cloak listen hear me stay justina but why linger spellbound stunned here i'll pursue her and this forest whither by my spells conducted she has flown will be the leafy theatre the rude constructed bride-bed of the strangest bridal heaven ever witnessed exit scene twelve stop 
her nuncio bride like this who smells a smoke stronger than a blacksmith's furnace but perhaps the incantation being so extremely sudden caught her leaning o'er the light-up if not cooking tripe for supper no thus cloaked and in a kitchen that excuse won't do another let me try i have it now for an honourable woman never smells then any sweeter she with fright must have been flustered yes overtaken her now and from that rude veil uncultured struggling in closed clasping arms for i think when lovers struggle open arms are not the weapon even for the lustiest lover to this very spot they come i will watch them under cover for i wish for once to witness how young women are abducted conceals himself scene thirteen cyprian embracing the figure of justina which he carries in his arms now o beautiful justina in this sweet and secret covert where no beam of sun can enter nor the breeze of heaven blow roughly now the trophy of thy beauty makes my magic toils triumphant for here folding thee no longer have i need to fear disturbance fair justina thou hast cost me even my soul but in my judgment since the gain has been so glorious not so dear has been the purchase oh unveil thyself fair goddess not in the clouds obscure and murky not in vapours hide the sun show its golden rays refulgent he draws aside the cloak and discovers a skeleton but oh whoa what's this i see is it a cold coarse mute pulseless that within its arms expects me who in one brief moment's compass could upon these faded features pallid motionless and shrunken have extinguished the bright beauties of the blush rose and the purple cyprian such are all the glories of the world that you so covet the skeleton disappears clarion rushes in frightened and embraces cyprian scene fourteen clarion and cyprian fear for any one who wants it wholesale or retail i'll furnish stay funereal shadow stay now for other ends i urge thee i am a funereal body don't you see it by my bulk here ah who are you who i am sir or am not myself doth puzzle did you in the air's void spaces or earth's caverns yawning under see an icy course here vanish see to dust and ashes turning all the freshness and the beauty that it promised in its coming do you take me sir for one of those pitiful poor lurkers men call spies what could it be and not be in such a hurry let us seek it let's not seek it i must sift this matter further i would rather not scene fifteen the demon cyprian and clarion demon aside just heavens if my nature in conjunction once possessed both grace and science when mongst angels i was numbered grace alone is what i've lost science no then why unjustly if tis so deprive my science of its proper power and function lucifer wise master mine pray don't call him for he'll come here in another course i warrant speak what would you the annulling the redemption of those pledges at whose very thought i shudder 
as i don't redeem my pledges i'll slip off here through the bushes exit scene sixteen cyprian and the demon scarcely o'er earth's wounded bosom had i the true spell-word uttered when in the ensuing action she of all my dreams the subject my adored divine justina but why take the useless trouble that to tell you know already i embraced her would unmuffle her fair face when woe is me in her beauty i discovered a gaunt skeleton a statue a pale image a sepulchral show of death which in these measured words thus spoke even yet i shudder cyprian such are all the glories of the world that you so covet to assure that on thy magic as expressed by me the burden of the fault should lie is vain for i point by point so worked it that of all its silent symbols there was not a line but somewhere had its place of all its spell words not one word that was not uttered then tis plain thou hast deceived me for though acting as instructed i but found an empty phantom where i sought a blissful substance cyprian this defect from thee not from me in truth resulted not from thee because the magic thou didst exercise with subtle thought and skill and not from me for i could not teach thee further from a higher cause believe me came this injury thou hast suffered but be not cast down for i who in tranquil rest would lull thee will to thee unite justina by a different way and juster that is not my intention now for this strange event has struck me with such terror and confusion that thy ways i do not covet and since thou hast not complied with the conditions the assumptions of my love i only ask thee now that from thy face i am rushing as the contract is annulled that my bond thou shouldst return me what i promised was to teach thee by a course of study secret how to draw to thee justina by the potent power impulsive of thy words and since the wind here justina hath conducted i have then fulfilled my contract i have kept my plighted word then what was offered to my love was that i should surely pluck here the sweet fruit whose seeds my hope had to these wild wastes entrusted cyprian i was only bound her to bring here a mere shuffle to my arms you swore to give her in thy arms i saw her struggle twas a phantom twas a portent worked by whom by one who worked it to protect her who was he demon trembling i don't wish the name to utter i will turn my magic science against thyself by its compulsion speak inform me who he is well a god who takes this trouble for justina what's one god when of gods there's such a number all their power in him is centred then one only soul and sovereign must he be whose single will their united wills outworketh i know nothing i know nothing i renounce then with my utmost power the pact that i made with thee what compelled him this i urge thee in that great god's name to guard her demon after having struggled ineffectually not to say it to preserve her pure unsullied then he is the sovereign goodness 
since a wrong he will not suffer. But if she remained here hidden, say what loss would have resulted. Loss of honour, if the secret leaked out to the gossiping vulgar. Then that god must be all sight, since he could foresee these trouble. But why could not thy enchantment be as potent and consummate? Ah, oh, his power is ampler, fuller. Then that god must be all hands, since whate'er he wills he worketh. Tell me then, who is that god, whom to-day I have discovered, the supreme of good to be, the creator, the annuller, the omniscient, the all-seeing, whom I have sought for years unnumbered? Him I know not. Speak, who is he? As I speak it, how I shudder! He, he is the god of the Christians. Say what moved him to obstruct me in my wish. Her Christian faith. Does he guard so those who love him? Yes, but now too late, too late dost thou hope to gain his succor, since in being my slave thou canst not claim the privilege of his subject. I thy slave? In my possession is thy signature. I'll struggle to regain it from thee, since twas conditional at the utmost. I don't doubt I will get it. How? Oh. In this way. He draws his sword, strikes at the demon but cannot touch him. Although the lunges of thy naked sword against me are well aimed, thou hast not struck me, fierce as were thy blows. And now, even in more despair to plunge thee, I would have thee learn at least that the devil is thy instructor. What do you say? That I am he. Oh, to hear thee, how I shudder! Not alone a slave art thou, but my slave, be that thy comfort. I the slave of the devil, I own a master so unworthy. Yes, for since thy soul thou gavest me, thenceforth it to me was subject. Is there then no gleam of hope, no appeal, no aid, no succour, by which I so great a crime can blot out? No. Why doubt further? Let not this sharp sword rest idly in my hand, but swiftly cutting through my breast, become the willing instrument of mine own murder. For what say I? He who could snatch Justina from thy clutches, can he not too rescue me? No. By choice thou wert a culprit, and he does not favour crimes, virtues only. If the summit of all power he be, to pardon is as easy as to punish. He rewardeth by his power. He chastiseth from his justice. One who yields, he'll not chastise. I am one, since I am humbled. Thou art mine, my slave. No master canst thou have but me. I trust not. How, when still in my possession is that bond of thine, that bloody scroll inscribed by thine own hand? He who is supreme and sovereign, and depends not on another, will yet bear me through triumphant. In what way? He is all sight, and will see the fitting juncture. It I hold. He is all hands, and will burst my bonds asunder. Ere that comes, I'll see thee dead. Thus my clasping arm shall crush thee. They struggle together. Thou great God, the Christian's God, oh, assist me in this struggle. Demon, 
flinging cyprian from his arms it is he who has saved thy life more he'll do since i seek him humbly exeunt scene seventeen hall in the palace of the governor the governor fabius and soldiers how then was the capture made in their churches we suspected we discovered them collected where before their god they prayed with an armed guard i traced them to this secret sacred hall made them prisoners one and all and in different prisons placed them but your patience not to tire the chief point i may declare captured is justina fair and lysander her old sire if for gold a fair pretence if for rank you would not miss wherefore bring me news like this and not claim your recompense if you don't value thus my poor service you may pay for it how with great respect i say it florus free and lelius though i seemed austere and cold them chastising without pity to strike terror through the city yet if the whole truth were told then the cause were plain why they have been prisoned a whole year it is this a father's fear lelius would preserve this way florus was his rival he had a host of powerful friends each was jealous and his ends would attain whate'er might be i was fearful a collision would ensue if they should meet so i thought it more discreet not to come to a decision so with this intent i sought some pretext justina's face to expel from out this place but i could discover naught but since this event to-day with her damaged character gives a right to banish her nay to take her life away let them be released no fear need you have about their fate go and lelius liberate go and florus bring me here myriad times i kiss thy feet for a favour so immense exit scene eighteen the governor and soldiers and since now this fair pretence this hypocritical deceit in my power at last doth lie wherefore my revenge postpone for the sorrows i have known through her fault yes she shall die by the bloody headsman's hand to a soldier bring her hither in my name let her punishment and shame be a terror to the land let the palace she thought sweet but her scaffold scene present exit the soldier with others scene nineteen fabius lelius and florus the same sir the two for whom you sent here are kneeling at your feet i whose wish it is to be welcomed as thy son this time with no consciousness of crime do not see a judge in thee i an angry sire may see with a son's respectful fear and obedience being here i infer that it must be though no guilt can i discern thy chastising hand to feel see submissive here i kneel lelius florus i was stern justly stern against ye too for as judge or father i could not unchastise pass by your offence but then i knew that in noble hearts the feeling of resentment does not last 
and as now the cause is past i resolved to both appealing friends to make of you once more so to consecrate the tie now embrace in amity i am glad that as of yore florius is my friend to-day that thou art mine this act may show here's my hand this being so you are free to go or stay when i tell you of the sad fall of her you once admired nothing further is required scene twenty the demon a crowd of people the same demon within where beware he's mad he's mad what is this i'll go and see he goes to the door and after a pause returns in this palace hall these cries from what cause can they arise something serious it must be this confusion is occasioned here a singular adventure sir by cyprian who being absent many days again has entered antioch completely mad it was doubtless the fine essence of his mind that thus has brought him to this lamentable ending people within where the madman where the madman scene twenty one cyprian half naked people the same never was i more collected it is you yourselves are mad cyprian what is all this ferment governor of antioch viceroy of great caesar decius florus lelius my young friends whom i valued and respected proud nobility great people to my words be all attentive i am cyprian i am he once so studious and so learned i the wonder of the schools of the sciences from the centre what i gained from all my studies was one doubt a doubt that never left my wildered mind a moment ever troubling and perplexing i justina saw and seeing to her charms my soul surrendered and for soft voluptuous venus left the wise and learned minerva baffled by justina's virtue i pursuing though rejected and from one extreme to another passing on as passion led me to my guest who from the sea found my feet a port of shelter for justina pledged my soul since at once he charmed my senses and my intellect by giving love its hopes and thought its treasures from that hour as his disciple lived i in these lonely deserts and to his laborious teaching i am for a power indebted by which i can move even mountains and in different places set them yet although these mighty wonders i can do to-day i am helpless by the voice of my desire to draw towards me one fair vestal and the cause why i am powerless to subdue that beauteous virgin is that by god she's guarded whom not knowing by his blessed grace bestowed i came to acknowledge as the infinite the eternal yes the great god of the christians i now openly confess here and though true it is i am still of hell the slave and servant having with my very blood signed a certain secret sedule yet my blood that blood may blot out in the martyrdom i am expecting if you are a judge if christians you pursue with bloody vengeance i am one for in these mountains a grave venerable elder the first sacrament conferring 
with its sacred sign impressed me this being so why wait your orders give unto the bloody headsman tell him here to strike this neck and from it my head dissever try my firmness as you will for i resolute and determined will endure a thousand deaths since this truth at last i've learned that without the great god whom now i seek adore and reverence human glories are but ashes dust smoke wind delusive empty he falls as if in a swoon with his face to the ground so absorbed so lost in wonder cyprian has thy daring left me that considering modes of torture i have yet not one selected rise bestir thee spurns him with his foot as a statue formed of ice he lies extended scene twenty two soldiers justina the same here your highness is justina governor aside i must go her face unnerves me with his living corse here lying aside to his retinue let us leave her for the present for the two being here confined it may alter their intentions seeing that they are condemned both to die if not tis certain that unless they adored our gods frightful torments shall soon end them lelius aside i remain twixt love and fear quite bewildered and suspended floris aside so affected have i been i scarce know what most affects me exeunt all except justina scene twenty three justina cyprian insensible on the ground what without a word you leave me when i come here calm contented even to die ah wishing death am i then of death prevented she perceives cyprian but my punishment is doubtless thus locked up to face the terrors of a slow and lingering death with the body of this wretch here left alone my sole companion being a corpse o oh, thou re-entered into thy original earth happy wert thou if thy sentence was passed on thee for the faith i adore cyprian recovering consciousness o oh, proud avenger of your gods why wait the thread of my life to cut he perceives justina and rises heaven bless me aside can i trust my eyes justina justina aside cyprian do i see oh heaven no it is not she my thought fills the void air with her presence no it is not he the wind forms this phantom to divert me shadow of my fantasy of my wish delusive spectre terror of my startled senses horror of my heart's dejection what then wouldst thou what then wouldst thou i invoked thee not what errand hast thou come on why thus seek me i to thee no thought directed ah i sought thee not justina nor here at thy call i entered then why here i am a prisoner thou i too have been arrested but justina say what crime could thy virtue have effected it is not for any crime it is from their deep resentment their abhorrence of christ's faith whom i as my god confess here thou dost owe him that justina for thy god was thy defender 
he watched o'er thee in his goodness get my prayers to him accepted pray with faith and he will listen then with that i will address him though a fear that's not despair makes me for my great sins tremble oh have confidence my crimes are so immense but more immense are his great mercies then will he pardon have on me tis certain how if my soul surrendered to the demon self as purchase of thy beauty oh there are not stars as many in the heavens sands as many on the shore sparks within the fire as many motes as many in the beam on the wind so many feathers as the sins he can forgive i believe it and i'm ready now a thousand lives to give him but i hear some people enter scene twenty four fabius leading in moscon clarin and livia as prisoners cyprian and justina with your master and your mistress here remain confined together exit if they fancy to be christians what have we done to offend them much tis crime enough for us that we am to be servants flying peril in the mountain i find here a greater peril scene twenty five a servant the same the lord governor aurelius summons cyprian to his presence and justina ah uh, how happy if tis for the wished-for ending do not cyprian be disheartened faith zeal courage all possess me for if life must be the ransom of my slavery to the devil he who gave his soul for thee will he not give god his person i once said that i could love thee but in death and since together cyprian we now must die what i promised i present thee they are led out by the servant scene twenty six moscon livia and clarin how contentedly to die they go forth much more contented are we three to remain alive not much more for we must settle our account now though i own the occasion might be better and the place too still to a wrong to neglect the time that's present what account pray i have been absent speak the whole of a twelvemonth when without my intermission moscon in possession held thee now my quota in the business if we both have equal measure is that i must have my year can it be that i'm suspected of thus wronging thee so basely why i wept whole days together when it was the day for weeping yeah for i myself was present every day that was not mine she thy friendship quite respected that's a bounce for not a tear when this day her house i entered did she shed and there i found thee sitting with her quite contented but this day is not a fast yes it is for i remember that the day i went away was my day ah oh, that's an error yes i see how that arises this year is a year by sextile and our days are now the same well i'm satisfied tis better that a man should not too deeply pry into such things good heavens the sound of a great tempest is heard scene twenty seven the governor a crowd of people then fabius lelius and florus all astonished 
afterwards the demon sure the house is tumbling down how terrific what a tempest doubtless in disastrous ruin toppled down the walls of heaven the tempest is renewed and enter fabius lelius and florus scarcely on the public scaffold had the headsman's hand dissevered cyprian and justina's necks when the earth even to its centre seemed to tremble and a cloud from whose burning womb extended the wild lightnings the loud thunders awful embryos were projected fell upon us from which issued a most horrid most repelling shape who on the scaly shells of a mailed and mighty serpent over the scaffold made a sign motioning silence and attention the scene opens and the scaffold with the heads and bodies of justina and cyprian is seen over it in the air upon a winged serpent is the demon hear o mortals hear what i by the orders of high heaven for justina's exculpation must declare to all here present i it was who to dishonour her pure fame in form dissembled for the purpose scaled her house and her very chamber entered in order that her fame should not by that fraud be lessened i came here her injured honour to exhibit pure and perfect cyprian who with her lieth on a happy bier at rest there was my slave but he effacing with the blood his neck outsheddeth the red signature the linen is now spotless and unblemished and the two in spite of me having to the spheres ascended of the sacred throne of god live there in a world far better this then is the truth which i tell because god makes me tell it much against my will my practice not being great as a truth-teller he falls swiftly and sinks into the earth oh, what horror what confusion what a prodigy what terror these are all but the enchantments which this sorcerer effected at his death i am in doubt to believe them or reject them the mere thought of them confounds me if magician it is certain as i hold he must have been the magician then of heaven leaving our partition love in a rather odd dilemma for the wonderful magician ask the pardon of its errors end of act three end of the wonder-working magician by pedro calderon de la barca translated by dennis florence mccarthy